How we doing guys? Been a while since we've had an episode. Once again, you're getting me solo. Uh, obviously, this is not to say that me and Tom are not doing these together. It's just Tom's a very busy guy. He's working on a lot of things at the minute. And I figured I would hop on just to give you guys a catch up because we haven't done any this year. Um, obviously, if you see me ping pong in between screens, got laptop, phone. So you guys are watching me live. Hey, Rhea, you're right. Um, but this will go up on the... Uh, on all the usuals later so you'll find it on apple pods spotify and whatnot probably won't put this one on youtube because it will just be me sat here chatting away which is uh you know not the most fun uh so before i go into what's going on uh what's happening in life because obviously i haven't done anything on this podcast uh, this year yet so this is the first one happy new year to all um Obviously, I put up a storyboard, as usual, had a couple of people send in some uh, some requests, some pick my brain about certain things, my thoughts on certain things, so I figured I would start with that, right? Now, what we got here, first, right off the bat, pet peeves in BJJ. So if you're watching this, if you happen to hop in live and you want to talk to me about your pet peeves, and I don't mention any of the ones that that piss you off, then by all means jump in and let me know your pet peeve but i'll go through straight off the bat my pet peeve biggest one in bjj people that slam on subs right because so if you slam on subs you're generally going to injure your training partners right if i get injured and i can't grapple like grappling's my happy place that's where i want to be spending most of my time if i can't grapple i'm going to be very unhappy so if you slam on something to the point where I literally have no time to tap and something pops, then you're an asshole, in my opinion, right? And I get that, like, you wanna be competitive when you roll, right? Because it's a competitive thing and people say like, leave your ego at the door. You absolutely cannot leave your ego at the door with grappling. You have to be, you know, like to some extent it is chasing the best self that you can be, right? So there is ego in there, but there's a difference between grappling hard and slamming on subs. So positionally, you can absolutely go hell for leather in grappling. You know, you can pass aggressively, you can body lock powerfully, you can do a lot of things, but that's not likely to injure someone, right? If you grab a heel hook and you just rip it, you could, you're talking like, at the very least, a training injury that's going to keep your partner off the mats for some time, right? Depending on how much you rip it, their age, history of injury. I mean, you could be talking like career-changing injury, you could be talking life-changing injury, like if you if you rip it enough, right? So my advice would be, don't be that dickhead that rips on subs. That's my biggest pet peeve, right? Because at the end of the day, there's a lot of other things that are annoying in jiu-jitsu, right? But they're not gonna hurt you. They're not gonna keep you off the mats. That is my number one pet peeve. Other pet peeves of mine in jiu-jitsu, things that piss me off. Obviously, if you're a scruffy fucker, it's not good. So if you show up, make sure you're, you know, presentable in terms of i'm not talking about where you know your nice badged uniform everyone else is wearing but at least be clean you know have a shower try not to walk around off the mats with your shoes off and then come back onto the mats you know if you go to the toilet barefoot then you're just a scruff you know all those kind of things be clean don't be a scruffy fucker um other pet peeves you know what i'm pretty tolerant in jiu-jitsu other than that right be clean don't injure your training partner Outside of that, you'll be all right. You know, it's the, the, there are things that will annoy people, 
but they're part of the game, right? Someone that tries to wrist lock you, for example, they're obviously just a terrible person, but wrist locks are fair, fair game, you know what I mean? So uh, you, I wouldn't call something like that a pet peeve. Obviously, if, I've, if, I, if you've got a different pet peeve, just bang it in the comments, I'll, uh, I'll address it as it comes up. The next one I had was actually quite an interesting one, right? Is how do you deal with someone significantly stronger than you in BJJ? So this this is a difficult one to answer, right? Because like within that, them being stronger, you have to look at a lot of different things, right? So first off the bat, anyone that tells you strength doesn't matter, they're living in a fairy tale land, right? Athleticism, physical attributes, strength, they all matter. Like if they didn't, no one would be taking jiu-jitsu, like no one in jiu-jitsu would be taking steroids to get stronger, right? Physical attributes matter. Now, in terms of dealing with someone stronger than you, first off, you got to accept that it's going to be hard. You're going to have to use more energy than they are to get the relative same gains, right? Like you trying to move them, it's going to cost you more energy than them trying to move you. If you've got a good training partner and you're dealing with someone heavier than you, a lot of the time they'll start on bottom, for example, because then they're not using their strength to the same degree. And that's a good approach to take if you are the stronger person, right? But if you get someone that's a meathead and just wants to smash you, a lot of the time it's going to be, I would call it like raids, right? So like you basically be concentrating on your defense, keeping strong frames, things that you don't have to expend energy to do until you can just zip in and try and grab something and come back out again. So it's like you raid them rather than get into a prolonged grappling exchange where you're squeezing and, and where you're just outgunned, right? Something that I would say, right, that a lot of people overlook is don't accept being the weaker person. So a lot of people say, oh, I'm just weak, I'm not strong, that's just how it's going to be, right? Not so. Like, make sure that you are at your best. Even if it's not as strong as the training partners that you're going to, you still want to maximize your attributes, right? So take care of yourself, look after your body, do your S&C, get strong, right? Because you'll find that even if you don't quite catch them up, which, you know, it's going to be realistic most of the time, you're not going to just catch them up by, by starting to lift. Uh, dropped out connection. Well, oh, back again. So you're not always going to be able to catch them up. However, if you narrow that gap between your strengths, you'll find it a lot easier going. So my advice would be firstly, to summarize that, keep strong frames and things that you don't necessarily need to use strength to maintain so that you save your energy as much as possible. Try not to get into prolonged squeezing battles with them where possible. Use your weight if you do get on top but also don't accept being the weaker person. Do your best to improve your own SNC because it will come in handy, right? Uh, training BJJ once a week, is it worth it? Depends. Uh, depends on your goal, right? If your goal is to improve in Jiu-Jitsu, no, once a week is, is not gonna, it's not gonna cut it, right? I mean, you, you, like, you will improve, but it will be at a very slow rate. However, if training BJJ once a week, like if you're going there for the community, the social, to have some fun, to burn some calories, and just to learn something where you're not particularly, you're not focused on competition, for example, you know, you don't have an interest in competing, then yeah, it's of course it's worth it because you're putting yourself in a situation with people that you enjoy, you're, you're moving your body, you're you're being part of a community that, that lifts your spirits, um, absolutely be worth it. So. The answer to that would be depends. <laughs> it absolutely depends what uh, what your goals are. Ah, uh, the Gracie Baha drama thoughts. 
So, right off the bat, I have to say that, and it has to be said, that not all Gracie Bahars are created equal. I know there's a lot of stereotypes going around with GB, um, but they're not all the same, you know. So, like, shout out to Lewis Matthews, Khalil, um, you know, great guys, run great gyms, opening a new one, and encourage a lot of cross training. It's a very anti cult type Baha, right? And then they're, they're good guys. They don't abuse the position that they're in. Um, obviously, Craig Tetley, another one. I don't know Craig, but all I know with Craig is that anyone who's come to grapple with us from Craig's gym is very, very well trained. So he's doing, a, he's obviously doing a great job with them, right? The other side of it, like, I mean, you don't need me to say. You'll see it all over Reddit and things like that. There's a, there's a lot of stories about Gracie Baha where coaches are abusing the position and whatnot, and, you know. Um, so for those of you that are not familiar with it, uh, Gracie Baha HQ put forward a new contract that was ridiculous. Like, no one in their right minds would sign that. Um, and a lot of Gracie Baha affiliates are just dispersing uh, in the UK and leaving, which is good to see that they're, they're not, um, they don't feel dependent on the name and they wouldn't put themselves in a position where they're locked into a contract that is absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, like I feel, I feel like Gracie Baha kind of overestimated their importance to the jiu-jitsu community in terms of oh, people will do this, they'll pay us this to, to have our name on there. I mean, it was a money grab. Let's, let's, be, let's be absolutely transparent with it. They wanted more money. Um, like, they're not getting enough from their massively marked-up geese that everyone has to buy and their rash guards and all this. You know, there's a lot of business practices with Gracie Baha that, um, like, from a business standpoint, you can see it's smart. But from an ethical standpoint, it's, it's you know... It's not so much what I would do, um, but I mean, what, who am I to who am I to say? I mean, they're, they're big, they're a big affiliate. They make a lot of money, but it, it is comforting to see that people saw the contract and rejected it to the point where they they've had a mass exodus in the UK and they're revising the contract now. Um, but obviously, having spoken to a few people involved in Gracie Baha, the trust is gone. They've already put out a contract that was so outrageous that you can tell what their intention is so they might go and revise this oh no no you guys can do this oh I've lost contact lost uh, the live feed again oh there we go you're going to probably get a lot of that um but you can it's comforting to see like the people realize that that's the intention that's what they want so even if they revise these contracts now the, the kind of trust that you have with them is, is gone um so yeah it's it's comforting to that degree um do I think it will change things? So for the bad, like the bad Gracie Bahas, right? Um, the ones that do abuse the the position, the ones that lose their mind if you don't call them professor, or even if you shorten it to prof, for example, if you lose their mind. Um, shout at students in the class for this and that, 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 that kind of thing. Are they going to change when they're not part of Gracie Baha? No, they're going to basically rebrand with another gym and it's still going to be the same toxic environment you know so like how much blame do you put on the the brand overall compared to the individuals within there that that give it the stereotype that it's got 
you know, it's, it's not easy to say. And last one, goals for the year. So goals for the year for me. Um, obviously, this one kind of fits in with some of the stuff I wanted to talk about. Uh, Sweatbox Studio, home to combat-based Dewsbury, my grappling team. Uh, we have moved now. So we are at 100 Bradford Road. I'm going to uh, obviously post more about this in the coming days because we officially have our opening day on Sunday, 11th of Feb. Um, very excited for that. You know, um, We've been running classes as normal and running the classes has been great, but we haven't been advertising them to the wider community. And I'm now very excited to uh, start bringing people in. We've started lunchtime open mats every Tuesday and Thursday at 1 p.m., which have been great. Awesome for me to get some extra rounds in, but also helpful for shift workers that want to come in and just get some good hard rounds in. Um, really enjoy it. It's an extra training session for me, so it's fantastic. Uh, so my goal this year, primary goal, is to get that just up and up, you know. I want to get that gym to the point where everyone is in there. You know, we already have a fantastic community and I'm looking forward to growing it. Um, I want to take a lot of my grapplers to competition. I want to compete myself now that I've touch wood. I don't want to jinx this, but I'm relatively injury free for the first time in a long time. Looking forward to getting back at it. Yeah, um, would like to end the year at the, with a black belt. That would be a good goal to, to achieve. Obviously, that one is largely out of my hands. However, uh, you, know, you do what you can. You just got to keep showing up, keep putting in the work. And that's a good lesson for anyone doing jiu-jitsu is just keep showing up, keep coming in, keep improving, and just don't worry about the reward. Obviously, you want it. It would be nice to have. But at the same time, realize that it's not your choice when you get it. So just show up and do the work and you'll get it. You know. So for me, it'd be great to end the year with it. But for the time being, my focus is on getting better. Become a better grappler, become a better coach, a better competitor. And then the rest will take care of itself. <laughs> Very loud doggo. Um, and outside of that, I want to also grow my online training academy. Like I've been uh, training people online. Um, which I do enjoy doing because I get people from all over the world and I want to keep growing that, you know, um, see people flying the, uh, the be strong flag on different corners of the globe. Be awesome. <sighs> I went to pro grappling training today. It's awesome. As always, very, very hard, uh, session, good quality bodies to roll with. I am aching, especially after stealth open that yesterday, which was awesome again, Feel like I've been hit by a bus, and not only that, left, came back here, thought I was going to put my feet up, but realized that I have left all of my kit back at IMA, so I'm going to have to go back over there. So IMA, another shout out to IMA, absolutely fantastic facility. Every Monday and Friday, they've got pro training on, which I'm lucky enough to be a part of, and um, honestly, any grappler that is looking to improve you want to get yourself to that. Those sessions are so valuable. You know, you get some unbelievable grapplers like the coaches, uh, Liam and Josh, involved in them. Both fantastic minds, fantastic ability, um, always great rounds. And I always leave there feeling like I've got such value from the session. Like, I cannot overemphasize this enough. They are some of the most valuable sessions for my development. Um, and like I say, like, Josh and Liam probably don't see themselves specifically as coaching figures to me, but I see them as my coaches as well um, because they have a lot of input into my game. 
um, you know, and, and they're always open for me to pick their brain. It's such a, it's such a good session to get to, and I don't like missing it. So when I do miss it, you know, it's there's a video I haven't posted yet where I had missed it last week, so I wasn't feeling fantastic, and I'm very low um, because I feel low when I miss a session like that because, you know, that's where that's where I know I'm going to make a lot of improvement, and I don't like missing out on that. Um, so yeah, I'm going to have to go back to IMA to get my my kit which I left there, which is not ideal. I'm going to try and bribe my son to come with me uh, so that Haley gets a break because he's being a pest. So that would be, I see what I can bribe him with to come with me for a little drive, collect my kit, come back. And then got my classes tonight. So over at Combat Base Dewsbury tonight, we've got Guy 7.30, which again, so it's a later class, it's a bit quieter, but we get a lot of, a lot of good coaching time in there because it's a smaller class. Um, I know everyone wants to do Nogi. Uh, so Tuesday, by contrast, is our busiest night of the week. Absolutely heaving. Um, but uh, but Monday nights tend to be a bit quieter in the gi. But again, it's a good session. Some good bodies down there. And a lot of chance to get... I quite like it because I get a lot of chance to be very hands-on with the students. So obviously, if you've got a class of like 30 people, it can be hard to make sure everyone gets good coaching time. If you've got a class of like five, six people you can get a lot of one-to-one -one time with each of them and make sure they're taking a lot of value for the sessions, which is what they're going to get tonight, which I'm looking forward to. But if you're in that area, obviously, even though we're not officially open now, with the classes running as normal, just pop on in. You know, it'd be good to have you down. And like I say, every gym is going to, like, is going to push how they've got the best mat, uh, mat uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Ah, it's gone out of my head. And now I don't want to spend too long ruminating on it because it won't come back. It'll probably come back in a few seconds. Uh, mat culture. There you go. Uh, they're going to tell it. They're going to, let's say they have the best mat culture. But I honestly do think that we have an absolutely fantastic culture on our mats. Everyone gets along. We are a very, very close-knit group. Um, and it's always, like, I, I genuinely look forward to going there every day. You know, it's one of those, like, it is 100% my happy place being on the mats and watching my grapplers grow this weekend so we can come up the 10th of february so obviously we've got the open day on the 11th on the 10th i'm up to northeast to coach because danny's entered empire and it's going to be a good one you know um danny not long into his blue belt journey um danny's probably one of the quickest developing uh, students that we've got showed up and immediately took to it and had a fantastic year last year um, already had a competition at Blue Belt and I'm looking forward to see his journey at Blue Belt because I think at Blue Belt he's got people that will be a good challenge for him you know whereas at White Belt he was placing very high he was winning um, Blue Belt now you can get people that are closer to purple so it's it's a whole new game and I think he'll take to it very well I'm excited to see never been up to the uh, Northeast Empire before so I'm quite excited like, you know, I, like, I like to clock up some road miles listen to some podcasts myself when I'm going for a drive um so yeah it'll be a nice nice drive a little bit of downtime and uh yeah i'm looking forward to it and i absolutely cannot wait for the opening uh opening day on sunday we're gonna have our normal open mat um which everyone's welcome to it's a free open mat every sunday we don't charge for that open mat anyway it's going to be free again on this sunday um 
but we'll obviously have some kickboxing going on. We'll have people in the gym. It's a free day just to come down and check it out. So remember, 100 Bradford Road in Dewsbury. Um, entrance is on Ward Street. You'll see the signs when you get there. We're not far from the Little in Dewsbury. So if you know the area, find Little. We're not far from there. We're just uh, we're attached to the uh, the carpet building. Um, and it's a good gym. Like, you know, it's, it's a nice space. It's still, like I say, we're still building it at the minute. We're still building it up. But I'm really excited for this year to see what it uh, what it entails. Um, other than that, that's that's what's going on. I just wanted to catch up. Um, Tom, obviously, being very busy, we, I'm going to drag him back on this. So I'm looking forward to it because I like riffing off Tom. We have a lot of fun, you know, Tom being my mate. Um, but yeah, at the minute, me and Tom are uh, going to... Um, well, we're doing a, a burger tour of, of Yorkshire at the minute, just finding places to go and have burgers, uh, which is... I'm all for it. You know, I do like a good burger. It's been pretty magnificent so far. Not ideal when you're trying to drop a little bit of weight to get back into competition. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm not looking forward to, to getting back to comp weight and the burgers don't help, but it's going the right way. So, I'm, you know, I will get there. And that's about it, guys. Um, just wanted to get back on and, and show my face this year and realize I hadn't done it all of January, but January is a shit month, you know, let's, let's be real. It's a uh, January blues are a real thing. And I knew I had to like, hop back on. I wanted to, but I just, you know, put it off, put it off. And now here we are, we're back in business. Um, I am going to start bringing other people on to, to have a chat with them. So you're generally going to get a lot of my friends, uh, people that, that mostly people that are involved in jiu-jitsu, people that I want to, uh, to talk to about their journey uh, to join us it'll either be myself and and said person or me and tom once we get tom back on which i'm looking forward to and until then guys i will catch you all at the next one if you get any questions that you want to ask that you want me to cover on the next pod obviously just send me a message um try and get through to all of them and we'll try and give you some useful content obviously if you send a question taking the piss i'll have some fun with that but if you send a genuine question I will try and tackle it as best I can, okay? So for those of you that hopped in and watched this live, thanks a lot, appreciate it. Um, I'm not gonna save this one on my feed because it's just me nattering at the camera for ages, which I don't like doing by myself, I can't lie. Um, but it will go up on the uh, it will go up on the Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So if you missed it and you wanna hear some of these questions tackled or just catch up with what I'm up to, then find it on there. All right, see you later, guys.